Well, hello, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two dear friends of ours, Tiago. Hello. And Rose. Hi. Uh, if you are just getting started with the series, uh, don't forget, Desi and I are longtime fans of Ace Attorney. We've played nearly every game. And Rose and Tiago have never played any of the games before until now. And uh, we are playing through literally every game in the series, including side, uh, like side games. And uh, we've been making our way through game one, uh, which is titled aptly Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. And we've done the first two cases, and now we are getting into case 1-3, Turnabout Samurai. Uh, this one is, uh, just for like the basic summary here, is that uh, Maya Fey calls Phoenix Wright and says, Hey, I got a great idea. You should get involved in this murder case that happened on my favorite TV show. Uh, and Phoenix is like, this is a TV show. This isn't real Maya. And she's like, no, no, no. Turn on the news right now. An actual murder happened on this TV show. Uh, and this is the Steel Samurai, which is a tokusatsu uh, style show uh, or Power Rangers. If you are not acquainted with toku, um, people in suits being in, uh, other people in rubber suits. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and so they they go to the studio. They meet their uh, client, who is Will Powers, uh, the guy in the Steel Samurai outfit. And uh, he's been accused of murdering his co-star, Jack Hammer, who plays the villain. So uh, this one is our first three-day case. So uh, there are six phases overall to this game which is made up of two pairs of investigation phase and then a courtroom phase. So you have uh, three of those back-to-back. And you get a lot of walking around at the movie studio where they're filming, and you get back into into the, you know, courtroom, and you get a decent amount of time with, uh, you know, kind of some of the mainstays of the series here, uh, which are mainly Edgeworth and Gumshoe here as well as your, you know, good, good friend, Maya Fey, who is now officially in your, like, uh, your sidekick, you know, slot now. Uh, she goes with you pretty much everywhere. Uh, so, yes, <laughs> Wright and Co. offices. She is, uh, she is the Co., I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, after, uh, the high, high stakes of case two with, you know, uh, red, white, having politicians and police and governments under his thumb. Uh, we just get to investigate a murder on a TV show. Uh, I guess we'll start, uh, with Rose. Uh, what did you think of this episode just from like, a overhead perspective here? All right. Broad strokes. There were some things I loved and there are some things that I got pretty tired of um low point was definitely walking back and forth up and down the road at the studio um being unable to go from like 
one studio to the other. Like, oh, I gotta go all the way back out to the front entrance and then back down the street. And I misclicked a bunch of times and I found myself getting a little frustrated. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that might be a common problem for all of us. Uh, several high points, though. Um, I Detective Gumsh is my hero. He saved me from gangsters. Yeah. Um, what else was fun? Uh, Miles Edgeworth said some pretty gay shit in the wrap-up scene, <laughs> uh, yeah. which is a highlight. Um, and I, I think I may know now what was being referenced in the previous episode. Um, Mrs. Old Grandma Lady was my ultimate highlight. She was so much. <laughs> old bag. Uh, you really yeah. liked old bag. I old bag. <laughs> I laughed out loud multiple times. Uh, so I think that was that was my high point. Was oh I see this is this is the character that I was meant to meet. Uh, I feel like it was a good dynamic from the last case. We went from like being so annoyed with Edgeworth because he was like such a such a jerk, just an absolute fucking bastard. Um, mm-hmm. and now he's getting bullied by this old woman, and uh, I felt like that was that was good catharsis for me. <laughs> um, I do think this should have been the second case instead of the third case because the stakes are so much lower, but. On the other hand, that that was funny to see after I spent so much time being annoyed at him that he spends the entire case getting bullied. Yeah, absolutely. There was uh, a lot of good in-betweens with him and Phoenix and whoever was on the stand at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah this is Old Bag. Old bag <laughs> yeah, Old Bag and uh, Cody, uh, the, the fanboy, Cody Hackens. Um, like, all the interactions between them uh, are really, really good because uh, you suddenly realize that Edgeworth's uh, facade that he puts up of him being totally in control of the courtroom can crumble in an instant with the wrong witness. I, uh, yeah. And he had two in this case <laughs> that were giving him uh, absolute hell um, when <laughs> between, he, when between he, Cody and Old Bag. When he objects and then goes, oh, I was hoping I would come up with something while a question while I was objecting. I just, it was so relatable because that's all I've been doing. And now I know, and now I know that's all he's been doing too. (laughs) I mean, that is just the ace attorney way. Uh, There, there are so many instances. uh, Coming coming into it. I don't know. Did you guys feel like that Edgeworth came off as the, who he wanted to in the first two cases and suddenly you realize not like that? Yes. I, I He's definitely... just doggy paddling through all of this too. Uh... Well, so like in the first case, it was just against uh, the Wait. murder of Maya Fay and with Red White because he wasn't there during or the Mia, first. Yeah, yeah, Mia. Yeah. I keep fucking yeah. doing that. Jesus, goddamn Christ! Okay. Yeah. The, the second I, case, I is Mia, still yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. The, the first case, it was uh that guy Winston Payne, and he sucked. So we forget about him instantly. Uh, <laughs> already gone. They won't let you. He comes back every game. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be down. surprised every time. I think <laughs> in this one in particular, like I, it's kind of bizarre how like we went from the second case of big stakes. This is a man who has people under his thumb to 
this is a murder at your local uh television channel i guess it wasn't a local television channel global studios the name of the studio that fucking the steel samurai works at was like i guess there's they're kind of like a i don't know if it's supposed to be toei level of like tokusatsu because like it seemed I so it seems nationwide still yes right? it, it does seem nationwide yes but like i as someone who like watches some tokusatsu i here's the thing is that i don't want to claim that i'm like i'm a big common writer fan when in reality the only common writer i actually bothered finishing was w and like i get like halfway through any of the new modern series so like mm-hmm. i it's kind of bizarre to compare this to common writer when it's like a completely different aesthetic but it is in the essence tokusatsu it just, yeah, i mean it's it's dudes in suits but yes as far as like actual content compared to something yes like common writer it's it's fairly different i will say uh, your opinion, Tiago, on the outfits here. I what do you what do you think of the Steel Samurai? What do I think about the Steel Samurai? Um, yeah, is this is he cool? Is he cool and 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 heroic and a defender of justice as Cody Hackins would say? Or no? I, I I well, here's the thing. I think he looks lame as fucking shit. Like I think that's the point, right? Is that he looks to be this like incredibly lame dude that like only three people in the fucking case actually enjoy fucking Maya Fey, Cody Hackins, and the assistant Penny Nichols are like mm-hmm. the only three fucking fans of this production. Uh, the, well, the, the, you the, see, I noticed the, there was another fan. Who? It was Edgeworth. He, he said he was a fan. But that was a bit. He, that's not true, though. He's a fucking liar. He I, just said that to be polite. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I doubt that Miles Edgeworth has the heart to be a Conrad writer fan. A That's Sasha true. Fan. He probably plays like um, croquet or whatever. He probably only watches Safari. He um, watch no, he watches fucking Downton Abbey. Correct. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, so like, I don't care for Downton Abbey. To to the listeners at home, just know that I am conveying a look to you listener if you are aware of future are, developments are in, in the in the series <laughs> i'm not going to say one thing one or the when one way or the other there are some interesting developments with what you guys are talking about and that's why i'm i'm really glad to be getting this perspective i love hearing this oh, um, okay. this is so, the shit that people want to hear what uh, about the man under the mask that we were defending will powers oh, he love, seems like a bit it. of a dope but he's kind of a sweet dope right Lo- love yeah. it love him love him he's legitimately great like he's just he there's the classic trope of the gentle giant which i like think always works because no matter what you can't hate somebody and like it kind of conveys that message of like hey don't judge somebody till you see them of mm-hmm. like willpower is just like this dude who does look kind of menacing he looks like fucking saber tooth from right. x-men he's yeah, 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 yeah. that is legitimately what i thought every single time i saw him like that movie had come out when I was playing through that the first time, and I was like, oh, that's just where, that's, yeah, that's just, uh, Sabretooth. And he's, like, legitimately just, like, a chill guy who cares about kids, and it's like, yes, the, the gentle giant of the heart of gold, this trouble always works, because we always want to side with him. I uh, am a, su- I'm a sucker for it, I've gotta say. Exactly. Andre the Giant and the Princess Bride, wonderful girl. Um, I... So, like, I think my grievances with this case are kind of different, because I straight up, like, I had no trouble navigating this, because my brain completely understood how to, like, do it. 
And I was just like, alright, sweet, I know. I, I saw the map, and I, in my, every time I was in the menu, I was just like, I remember the map, I know where to go. Um, hmm. Sounds like something somebody who knows how to read would say. I, I, well, fuck, dude. How do I respond to that? I'm sorry. But before, before we started this call, you, you said, Rose, that you can read. Oh, uh, sh- I, I didn't say I read good. <laughs> and I, I did actually have They're to. They're two different talents. You're not wrong. I did, I did have to, at one point, um, stop my playthrough and, and look something up. Uh, because I thought I was missing something. It turns out that I was just not reading the names of the characters correctly. Uh, uh, so I had them mixed up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, uh, they... Oh, go ahead, Tiago. Uh, no, I was just going to like get into like the breakdown of the case of like the, the points where I had like points and negatives, but what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was just going to wrap up with the navigation aspect, which was that, uh, yeah, right now it's like a, a hub-and-spoke style design for navigation except it's just not visualized that way right yeah. which makes it a little harder to understand that oh i have to go to point b to be able to reach point c and d and then i have to go back to point b to reach point a i can't go to re- directly to a from point d uh, i um, wouldn't mind like a map definitely instead of like just like little buttons to press like even if it was just a right. spoke map like a baby basic map yeah that's, I think we'll get a map they, one day. What? Well, there what was a map. It was in your evidence. <laughs> ah! an, an interactive map, but <laughs> is what she means. But yeah, they they uh they do not um ever jump to the map uh type of uh UI, but they do end up just a condensing locations and having more things happen in a single location, right? Uh, and then they also uh. Just make it so that you can access any spot from any location over time. I think I think most of the original trilogy unfortunately sticks most like with the hub and spoke design. I, I will have to get to it for me to refresh my memory, but I'm pretty sure that sticks around until some of the newer games on the DS when they were coming out natively on the DS and 3DS. Then they start going like, okay, let's just let you go to any location from wherever you are anytime and they just let you pick there and that that speeds things up that way and kind of gets you over that road bump then wow they learned yeah yeah they uh, responded so to yeah. criticism it does you... it does like convey a sense of like i i know you were just trying to wrap it up but i got one more thing to say about it you know mm-hmm. one more thing yeah uh, just one more thing one more thing like it does like convince us convey a sense of like like you actually traveling to this location so I wonder if that was done in purpose to, like... Because a huge thing about this case is the fact that well, a, a path to Studio 2 was blocked off by the Mr. Monkey head, so that you right. can only get to Studio 1. Do you think they, like, introduced the, like, fact that you had to walk around like that in order to convey the, like, the fact that, like, traveling is an important part of this case? The Steel Samurai was seen going past Security Guard, going to Studio 1. So I wonder if that was, like, a decision in it. Or I, I'm was pretty sure it was intentional. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was intentional. I think you're. I think you're pretty pretty dead on on that. Uh, it just becomes cumbersome when you add as many locations as this did. Yeah. Uh, and and then you know, so when you realize, oh, I need to go back to the dressing room. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to go back to Will's dressing room to meet this one guy after I got this other thing, and 
then once I talk to that person, all I got to do is talk to them for five seconds and then they're immediately going to send me all the way back to the other side of the studio. Yeah. Uh, is, you're a little bit of just like, you feel like you're, huh, 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 you know, running around <laughs> trying to get from one place to the other. And you're like, am I just a gopher here? Uh, oh, and, and, and less of the feeling like, oh, I'm poking and prodding and investigating, you know, this environment. A little uh, bit of a sort fetch, of thing. fetch quest vibe. Yeah. It, was. So it never it never becomes like overwhelming, I I don't think personally, but um but yeah, no, I, I totally understand the complaints. I think that um I I wonder if this is like just a is this a eh, I was like, do I actually have a thought when I started the sentence? The answer was no, I don't have a thought about this. You thought you would come up with a, a question I, while you were objecting, but you didn't. Okay, yes, I do actually have a, a couple thoughts. Uh, <laughs> now that now that you say that, it actually became apparent to me. Um, the thing about it is that, like, I, like, the three days of this case, because they bring up the three-day case, right? They, they bring up the fact that, like, courts changed in this world, and, and like, now every court case is solved in three days. So, it, like, for us, the player, it was broken up into three-day chunks. The first day we, like, investigate, then we speak to Miss Wendy Oldbag. The second day we investigate some more, we talk to Cody Hacken and director Sal Manella, who I fucking hate. And Oh, it, yeah. Actually, yeah. that was the low point of this case. For the me. low point? <laughs> Is him using leet speak it was, and it was him. lusting yeah. over your, your teenage uh, sidekick? My, yeah, no, it's not great. My 17-year-old daughter yeah, who I'm adopting. Gross. Uh, and then there's uh, the third day where you finally speak to the producer, Mr. Vasquez. Uh, I think that, like, I'm, the three-day case makes, I, in actual sense, it seems fucking ridiculous. So, like, <laughs> yeah. every, in, in the real world, that'd be fucking stupid, and I'd be furious if my verdict was going to be in two days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> video game-wise, Thank fucking God, because I was like, I don't think I have like a real life time skip when like Phoenix has to produce fucking evidence and like a month later or some shit like that. No, the video game is just like you got three fucking days. Don't fuck up, kid. Uh, yeah. They were they like, just let's... put that. They layer that tension on. They were like, let's in, fingerprint in this, and I was like, oh cool, that'll be two weeks then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We gotta get shit fucking rolling. Us who know how regular evidence collection works um, <laughs> you gotta check you gotta have some people check it and then you gotta have a separate second set of team team of people who never talked to the first team of people check it again and then they can tell you that maybe it's probably that person's fingerprint uh, so like the like you guys said like this really does the three each of the four witnesses each do like a different job of conveying like miles edgeworth like Sham of a facade, where like Miss Wendy Oldbag fucking ridiculed the both prosecutor in the court, or like straight up was just batonized or some shit like that. Oh yeah, she liked him. (laughs) Yeah, she did like him. The fucking Uh, glittery eyes—the first time you see it, every time. Fucking weirds me out. I've Uh, seen it multiple times, but every time it's just like she's just like, oh, and then her eyes get all glittery. Just sprays so good. That is how I feel when I see Edgeworth. So I find it relatable. (laughs) Uh, the second uh, person will stand, Director Sal Manila, and he, like, almost does the job of, like, making Miles Edwards seem like a prosecutor again, because he's ma- able to make this fucking incel 
like a normal person. Uh, <laughs> and then Cody Hackins comes in and fucks that up by being the most insolent fucking child in a court. And makes Vile the door seem incompetent for being able to take care of a child. And then Dean Vasquez is there to completely, completely just remove all semblance of authority this man has. I'm getting the impression he's not good with women and children. Yeah, you know what? Now that I say it out loud, he's not good with women or children because he wasn't good with uh, April May either. But like, he was great with Red White. Huh? I, wow, I never thought about that. Yeah, we'll have to see if this uh, keeps cropping up. I I honestly don't remember if they make this like a through line here. I don't remember it sticking out in my mind. But now that you have said it, and you know, we'll have to pay attention to it uh, as we keep going. Uh, um, speaking of of Cody, I have one. Uh, one little snippet that I'm going to pull up from uh, Takumi's blog on the Capcom blog. Uh, and again, this is translated by uh, Gyakuten Saiben Library, uh, blogspot.com. They've done really great work translating all of these older blogs and interviews. And uh, Takumi writes, when you want higher ratings, bring out the kids and animals. I think I remember a talented TV director telling me this once. And so, a child, as a witness, a child would lie about different things than an adult. This could work. And he brings this up because he was trying to find a new way to uh, create, like, a different style of testimony. Uh, like, he wanted to shake things up, and he had used up all his ideas in case two. So, he thought, what if I had a child testify because... The only th- thing worse than a murderer child. is a child. Is a child. Yeah, uh, a child would would have different things that they would lie about uh, in a courtroom, right? And uh, he they was see the hope- world differently. Yeah, and so his hope was that you would you would f- have to, you know, rather than just looking for standard contradictions, you'd have to be looking for ways to, you know, prove that this kid is lying. Uh, and so in this case, the kid thinks that the Steel Samurai is the, actually the Steel Samurai and not an actor, right? Yeah, it is real to him. Uh, was that? Was, did any of you find that difficult, like making that adjustment for cross-examining Cody? I see. I I'm a little spoiled because I was on the stream, so I just got to see you do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I uh, I struggled a little bit with Cody, mostly because I kept trying to present his scrapbook because I was like, "All right, he takes photos of everything. Surely the scrapbook is the answer." But it was apparently I had to do the camera first and than the scrapbook. Right. Um, but once I figured that out, I was fine. Although I did, I think, I don't think I quite figured out his deal. I just sort of bumbled my way into it. No, that's all right. That's I, think the... I, I did laugh at the visual gag, though. If they, they show him and he's his sprite is like the very top of his sprite and have to get him a box. That that also made me laugh. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah. Very funny. It is very, very good. The donut crate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's also a bit of of just like the year it was set is that it was 2001 and he has a digital camera and that's novel, you know? That's and all the ca- I didn't yeah, have all a the characters have- camera. <laughs> Yeah, all the ki- all the characters have to act like, uh, well, they do act like it is a novel thing to have a digital camera, because it was written in two thousand one when nobody, like not nobody, but uh, having a digital camera, especially for a kid, would have been like it was like having the new iPhone. Yeah, 
So, and yeah, iPhones weren't even until 2008, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like, it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, the, when you have to present the camera as proof that he would be fiddling with the controls because he doesn't know how to work it because it's a brand new camera of new technology kind of thing and, and, and show that I, off to I the think... court. And the judge is like, what kind of camera is this? Yeah, I I remember when we were doing the stream, I think I, like, at every opportunity presented the wrong fucking piece of evidence. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know. If I keep throwing enough evidence at the court, eventually it doesn't make sense. This guy's a kid. Why are we using a kid? This is fucked up. Because uh, <laughs> he, he was the only one there. He saw it. Yeah, I it never occurred to me. I remember... There was the exact moment where Phoenix Wright realizes the reason Cody Hackett doesn't have the photo of the, of the killing blow is because it's still Samurai Law. And I remember, like, being like, what the fuck? Is, why is everyone acting so surprised? Tell me. You know, like, <laughs> I, I was sitting there fucking dumbfounded like the audience. And then Phoenix is like, oh, by the way, stupid player, the reason that uh, Cody That's... Hackett... <laughs> no, like... So part of that is also, like, there are different, I don't know if this is just me thinking and speculating, I did not feel like when I was playing this game for the first time that I was fully understanding the evidence that I was, like, producing at the time. Sometimes I was just doing it because I was lost and just happened to get the right thing. Yeah. And even if you are kind of shocked or kind of like, I don't understand why this piece of evidence is important, they do end up explaining it to you then. And then your brain kind of goes back and fills in all those gaps that were missing. Yeah. And I that's a, I think that's a good feeling once you start to understand it. And that's part of the reason why the games are so good. Well, yes, I agree. It's just that, like, it was one of those moments where, like, literally both Phoenix figured it out and then Mia figures it out. And he's like, oh, Phoenix, I see that you figured out what I figured out. And I was like... Alright, fucking is anyone else? I haven't figured out. I guess what I'm trying to say is, Tiago, that I too had that problem a lot. I I'm someone who's not like I don't like being left out of the goddamn loop. You you know how upsetting it is when they do this in other games and I'm like, alright, how fucking long are we to spend jerking each other's off knowing that Everyone but the fucking player knows what's going on, you know? <laughs> it does happen multiple times. Oh, let's get out. It, this is a detective story, or like a mystery game. There's no fucking way this isn't going to happen again. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but are there periods where Phoenix knows something, but the player doesn't? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. and it, that's definitely, I can't think of one off the top of my head right this second. It'll come up and I'll be like, oh, there it is. But yeah, that I can think of an entire happens. game. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that um, happens. It happens. And th- I mean, it's just an interesting way. It's like, oh, I'm playing Phoenix. No, you aren't really playing Phoenix. You're still just like an outside character, just helping him along. Yeah, you're the well, hard undertale. I think you're of, the hand of God. I, yeah, I think you're, of you're, myself as a different ghost that's just sort of hanging out. Yeah, I mean, you're you're definitely like inhabiting his perspective, both uh, like visually, uh, and and you you get to see his interiority, right? You get to see his, his yeah, internal you monologue. To, yeah. You see the world from his perspective. You're looking at all the characters as if you were looking at them from Phoenix's view, right? You know, you never see Phoenix's phoenix third person when you're moving throughout the world right and that part of that is a result of these are the constraints and the traditions of visual novel style 
yeah. gameplay architecture. So we're just we're operating within that. But um, I think the goal of some of those moments is to almost coax the player into thinking about the situation and the dialogue and writing gets better at coaxing you uh, as the series goes along. Um, and some, but I think that's the idea with those situations where, where Phoenix goes, I know what it is. Or Mia, you know, says, I know what it is. And, uh, uh, you know, or even, you know, if usually it's not Maya, but sometimes it's Maya too. And going like, okay, I've, I've figured this out time to put the, you know, we got to use that. <laughs> and that is written in orange text. Yeah, that, sometimes that it... is me saved coming to figure out which item they made. <laughs> right. I didn't so... have to... Everyone does it. I didn't have to this case, um, but I was prepared. Uh, uh, let's let's get into some other uh, things here, because I, I have a few, like, high uh, other, like, high-level things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, one of those was... Uh, how how do y'all feel about meeting Mia again? Huh. Well, she's there <laughs> with, or... the, with the first with the first encounter with Maya. You know, uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah, channel with... channeling with... Mia's spirit and and us and everybody just you know going like that Maya. You could were we not supposed you to? Got... I feel yeah, like that was supposed spurt. to be a thing that happens now, right? It seemed a little. It seemed a lot more casual. You know, and I was kind of like, "Huh, well, she's here now." I straight up assumed like I was just gonna meet Mia again. It seemed fucking bizarre if they like made that whole sprite and then was like, "All right, that in the fucking drawer with you." I mean, they uh, made those titties real big for a reason. I yeah, no, they put way too much love and care into those. Um, Phoenix, I, it's me. Believe in yourself. I truly, I had no fucking choice to. Um, <laughs> I I I think the thing that stuns me the most is that I didn't expect to walk around with Mia and like have her just all of a sudden become my like sidekick. Mm-hmm. Like I I thought it would be a situation if I was just gonna make a random guess based on how game two went is that Mia would show up like a Deus Ex fucking Machina whenever Phoenix was about to fucking get kicked in the goddamn shin, mm-hmm. but. The fact that she just like straight up is like, all right, let's go to the studio, and uh, and Phoenix is like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> he's, I, he's surprisingly nonchalant about it. Yeah. I think my first thing would be like, hey, Mia, how's death? How's how's the fucking afterlife? I did, I did when when we get that thing where you go back to the law offices. I did try to talk to her, and I was like, surely there's questions I could ask her, and there just weren't. They were like. What do you think I should do next? You can ask her about the you can ask her about the poster on the wall. Oh, could I? I did not get that dialogue option. Shit! I'm so pissed. Oh, I'm <laughs> fucked up, Tiago. Unfortunately, she all she, goes... she says is she can't remember what the movie is. No! Yeah. <laughs> she's like I. She's like I love that movie, but I can't remember the title. And you're like, what? It should be written <laughs> on the poster. <laughs> Oh Apparently it's not. not. Alright, I have to assume that like her being in the afterlife is actively rotting her memory. And that's why she's like fucking delusional and the only thing she cares about is the case at the current time. And she's like, this is what I can think about. I, I I sort of I'd like to think that she's just sort of like chilling and then every now and then she's like, Oh, 
I guess I better check on Phoenix and Maya. She she's just in. in heaven thinking about Phoenix. She's like having a cocktail and she's like, I better go see what's going on down there. You guys good? All right. Uh, believe in yourselves. And then she leaves again. <laughs> okay. So, uh, T-Bone Steaks. Okay. <laughs> what's the deal with the fucking T-Bone Steaks? I mean, I know it ends up being like minorly important because you're minorly. Here, there's no bo- there's there's no bone here so obviously you know they, did you eat the bone <laughs> but it's yeah, just, it's i actually so did funny. that so like it's so funny <laughs> i was yeah, like this... where's the knife where's the knife for the steak huh did not come up <laughs> i oh that's actually a super fucking valid point rose wow the forks and Think... the knives no not important thinks about a real that's a real true crime detective way to think about it uh, so, like, I think that this case had the most, like, ridiculous things that Phoenix Wright has said so far in a court case. Like, clearly the T-bone steaks were not eaten because there's no bone and stuff like that, right? <laughs> and there's also, like, the fucking line where, he, like, he goes, clearly, what kind of killer uses a samurai slap? <laughs> like, shit like that. So, like, before, it was a pretty serious case because it was, like, the death of your colleague and superior, Mia. And now it's, like, fucking tokusatsu lady. And I feel like whatever Phoenix speaks were in a Kamen Rider episode. It was so fucking goofy. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, in the end, this game is, is like, a still, like, 60% comedy, you know? Like, remember, we got characters named Old Bag. And Will Powers and Jackhammer. Uh, I mean, Old, old Bag, uh, by the way, in, in Japan, she is named Obasan, oh, as you might grandma. imagine. Of course, right? You know. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, I just. I don't know. I feel like that's something that's like a little less offensive than Old Bag. <laughs> it, might, well, it is. It's not a huge difference. But yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's like. Uh, the funny thing is, is like stakes come up in other Ace Attorney games later. So this it. is gonna, it's gonna be a thing, because man, th- they're probably just like this is the most American food we can think of aside from ham. It's just right, steak, <laughs> hot dog. No hot dogs. Hot dogs are uh, so American. I think it's because like hot dogs aren't translatable, right? Like if we see an empty plate. We're not yeah. going to assume that a hot dog was on a plate, right? I mean, I don't find it weird that there was, like, steaks in this one, but I bet if it keeps happening, I'm going to find it weird, like Ben said. <laughs> I I think that my thing is that, like, steaks, if you see an empty plate, almost anything can be on the plate, right? Like, But if the food has a bone in it. Exactly. Exactly, if the food has a bone in it. Um, but, like, now I'm just thinking about how I would eat a hot dog and the fact that, like, Give me a napkin. I would just down that that glizzy right then and there. Please don't call it that. I don't like it. That's what I call it. God. I'd like to continue eating hot dogs in my lifetime. You can still eat it. You can still go down on the glizzy. I don't know. Uh, Listen, what I'm saying is that, like, a hot, like, maybe, maybe steaks are the thing simply because they really wanted to make this an American. Burger. Mm. T-bone steaks. Uh, I can't wait to see what the big 
Was it T-Bone Steaks in Japan, too? Because I know that, like, burgers, like, ramen gets translated into burgers or something like that. I think I just wanted I think to it's... know if it was T-Bone Steaks originally in the Japanese version. Yes, it, it is. It seemed like the bone was a noticeable, you know, yeah, a minor my... point that I could make, you know? Right. Yeah. My suspicion my suspicion is that it is purely from a mechanical perspective of we needed a piece of food that would have something left behind from it. A bone. And a T a T bone steak leaves behind a bone, you know. That, yeah. that makes In the sense. name, it's easy to communicate. It could that, have been that was, taken away. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's that's probably why. And that was the first thing that <laughs> Shutakumi thought of when he was writing the game. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh and and thought Thought, thought, you know, big masculine. Uh, it has the word bone in it. Who have to keep up their muscle, you know, bulk, uh, get get their protein. Of course, they'd be eating steaks all the time. Everybody's <laughs> eating steaks in this movie studio. Yeah. Salmonella had a steak too. Fucking Penny Nichols, that poor, poor assistant made them for everybody. <laughs> made a T bone steak for every person at that fucking studio. Mm-hmm. He made at least six bone steaks. I guess. Yeah, she must be a really good cook. I didn't think about that. Fucking six T-bone steaks? I feel bad because I saw her character's design and I was like, oh, this character is designed to be like forgettable and unimportant. And then I was like, oh, this is kind of what I look <laughs> Damn, like. Damn, here I go coming and saying that she kind of looked like me, though. I, well, that's exactly I was like, man, if I had long hair, this is exactly what I would look like. So. Uh, I actually. <laughs> now, how about. That... Oh, I... go ahead, Tiago. I actually thought she was the fucking killer because she looked way too normal. (laughs) This is suspicious now. You did say that. Yeah, I do remember you saying that. Straight up, like, everyone else here here looks like a huge freakazoid. And then there's Penny Nichols, the most normal person in the room, and I go, that's the killer. It was you. Yep. There there it is. Uh, How about trading cards with her, though? That was cute. No, I did like that. I thought that was a fun bit. I like that she became essential to the case. He was like, without her, this case would not have been solved. Literally, Will Powers would be brought into jail. Or worse, yeah. the death sentence. I don't know if they have the death sentence for the state attorney. Uh, they do. They, oh, fuck! Yeah, shit. they were talking about how he was gonna die. And I was like, damn. Wait, really? Seems wow. like a lot. They got La- Larry, Larry acted like he was gonna die. I don't know if he was actually gonna get the death sentence, but he acted like it. You know what, Larry? Larry, Larry would be unlucky enough to get the death sentence. That's the thing, though, is that like, if it sinks, it's a bust. You know. Uh, I, I, do, I still don't know what that means. It's, it's, it's just because his last name is Butts. I, I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> what does it mean, though? If, if, if something around Wolf. stinks, it's him. Okay. We'll, we'll get some more context too. There's more context coming. Larry comes back. Larry's gonna be a key witness in whatever the next case is, probably. Uh, so, I, I, I don't know. I'm just making bullshit up. I have no idea. I straight up no idea. That's a cold shot from across the court. On the record. <laughs> On the fu- that's that's me pointing at the fucking stands as Babe Ruth. Yeah. Uh, All right. Two weeks from today, folks. Check back in. Uh, so like, I I do I, have some secret intel that this next case might be a a, a festive seasonal case. Uh, so yeah. Wait, what? An effective seasonal case? A festive seasonal case. 
effective seasonal case. Got it. I thought you said an effective seasonal case, and I was like, someone have allergies? Like, what's up? <laughs> uh, so, like... That's game three. Don't worry about it. Game three, yeah, allergies. I can't think that far ahead. Uh, uh, lastly, then, uh, D. Vasquez. Um, Would... As far as uh, your your cool girl boss gaslight gatekeep uh, character with ties to the mafia, uh, that was so fucking bizarre. Aesthetically, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Everything else, <laughs> eh. I mean, I uh, I knew what she was supposed to be instantly, and she was that. Yeah, she's given a lot of shorthand. She's not actually given a ton of characterization. She's just kind of like brusque and indifferent to you and then threatening <laughs> and yes. then the game's over i i thought that she was gonna kill me and then detective gumshoe came in and he saved my life he's my hero i love him i yeah this is actually the redeeming back gumshoe like straight up Output the mafia. He swept me off my feet and rescued me. I love him. Uh, Steve Vasquez was the most like a Columbo villain I've seen so far. Uh, yeah. She is definitely. straight up like, I, I swear to God, I saw a Columbo episode with her in it as the killer. Uh, Aesthetically. Right. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't uh, tempt fate nearly as much as a Columbo villain, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she's explicitly like, I don't want to never talk. talk to anybody. <laughs> She's what Colombo villains should do, which yeah. is I'm fucking out of here. This man has showed up into my house. I'm going to have I'm going to have him removed by my gangsters. <laughs> yeah, like instead I'm fucking out of here. Instead of like trying to like play a game of wits with him. Although she does straight up have a game of wits with you in court. I I mean, yeah, but only because she fails to have me killed. Oh yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> Plan B, game of wits. Plan A, murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. So yes, after the entire classroom of Cromartie High School uh, is defeated uh, single-handedly by <laughs> Detective Gumshoe. Don't. That, fuck you. That was my joke. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me a chance to credit you. Joke theft. Damn. Damn. But, but yes, we, we, we did that bit on the, on the stream too. But, watch um, the stream. Yeah, go watch the stream. Uh, then we we get her, we get her, get to drag her into the courtroom, and uh, we learn that this whole thing is some weird, like it's happened once before and now it happened again. You know, uh, Jackhammer pushed somebody, or well, it unintentionally knocked somebody onto the spikes of this sharp fence. Many years, uh, several years ago, D. Vasquez held it over his head to keep him under her thumb the whole time, and then the same thing <laughs> happened with her and pushing Jack Hammer onto the spike, and then she blamed blamed it on Will. Uh, and it's just, uh, you think she just left that fence there because she wanted to use it again? I, yeah, I know. That's, yeah. <laughs> the second Instead I of walked remo- into that area, I saw that fence and I thought, huh. That, that seems dangerous. That seems real dangerous. Let me examine that. And the characters are like, that seems dangerous. And I was like, it's going to be important <laughs> later. That's going to be important later. <laughs> uh, I, 
So, like, the, the case turns out in which that, it turns out the, sta- the Steel Samurai on footage was not, uh, was not even Will Powers as he was, the jackhammer the victim. And then right. it turns out that Jackhammer the victim was trying to perpetrate his own murder out of revenge for, like... He wanted to get out from underneath her. Yeah, it's, right. it's possible that he never even went in for revenge. He was just going in. Well, no, he did plan a bunch of shit to, like, steal the yeah, suit. Yeah, and, yeah, he was trying to murder her. Yeah, I think he was trying to yeah. kill her. So, like, and she, she, pushed, she pushed him away in self-defense. Yeah, so yeah. She's, yeah. she's so far, I'm not saying she did the right thing to try to cover up Oh, I mean, a at crime, first it was, but, it was a know. voluntary manslaughter, and then it goes to, all right, you covered it up, though, right? Yeah, like, you still get in trouble for that. That's a big no-no. <laughs> um, Murder, I, it's a big no-no. I think that, like, unfortunately, like Salmonella, I would have, too, like, pushed around my Mr. Vasquez. I, um, okay. I have, uh, I don't know. I. Where's that whip lady from Game 2? Yeah, you Game know, 2. We'll, we'll get there. You know where she is. She's at the end of the finish line. Uh, we have to keep moving. <laughs> this is a fucking triathlon and we're still in the first goddamn bit. And you're like, hmm, can't wait for the second bit. So tasty. So let's, let, let's, let's get to some of the, the, like, the wrap up here then. Uh, I don't know. One... I, I feel like thinking about what Tiago is saying about being excited for something else happens when anybody gets into a game late. <laughs> Yeah, I, fair. I mean, that's fair. I'm yeah. not, I'm I not started fair. playing Assassin's Creed after the first one had come out, and the second one was getting really big. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go back and play the first one." And I was sitting there like, "Boy, I can't wait to play the second one." I, you see, that <laughs> that that actual kind of thought gives me so much stress because my thought would simply just be, "I want to run through this one as fast as possible just to get to the second one." And I'm trying to enjoy my meal here. You know what I'm saying? Well, I didn't bring up the clown girl the first episode, so... Oh, my God. You throw that at me, huh? Listen, <laughs> I I know for a fact that that's my dessert later, okay? I know that's dessert. You eat dessert and that... first, and you tell me that regularly. And Tiago, you have to get through so many other clowns before we even get to her. I, wait, wait, there's more there's clowns? Other... There's more clowns? <laughs> yeah, every single fucking killer. I don't oh, like character. I don't like clowns. It's the secret is that I'm actually afraid of clouds. <laughs> In game like... two, there's another, there's a circus case that oh. we're going to have to get through. But it, that's going to be like a weird, gross clown. The, this one is a dude, yeah, who's a clown. In this it's going to be, it's going to be a Mr. Salmonella all over again. They're all going to be it. I don't recall him being as gross as Salmonella. All right, well, that's, I don't think there are that's... any other characters that are like as portrayed as kind of disgusting as him yeah i, I there are other like shitty that. characters but he was just like straight up like ew yeah no he was a villain and could be i honestly i do wish you pinned the murder on him i think i, <laughs> I, I skip he's an accomplice he's still going to jail i skipped through oh, all his dialogue as fast as possible so i wouldn't have to see his animations also i am not good at i'm so i'm dyslexic which has caused me a couple problems and lead speak is difficult for me. So yeah. I was just like, I don't understand what this man is saying, and I want him to die. So I just kind of, <laughs> uh, you I know. <laughs> I don't blame you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, think... Go ahead. I, I, you see, I do that thing again where I assume that I have a end of a sentence and I did not, so we're going to say that. Okay. Well, I was going to say, uh, after, as the case wraps up then, 
uh, while the Steel Samurai is over, they decide to start up a spinoff show called The Pink Princess. And Will Powers gets to be the leading uh, character still. Which is, which is kind. Wait, does that mean he's in the Steel sa- the Pink yes. Princess period? Yes. Yeah. So, alright, so here's my thing, right? There, there has to be a fucking dub over. Like, they have to do the thing where... He talks talk- like a robot. So they always have somebody talking over him. Exactly. So, like, in the suit, the mask's face isn't moving. No. So, yes. It's, so what I'm saying is that, like, it, I, I guess that it would have been, like, kind of bizarre. Because I would have to imagine that in a tokusatsu, you have, like, the character outside of the suit. Which means that there is another... I would assume there is an actress outside of the suit. And then once she transforms, it is Will Powers in the Pink Princess suit. Mm-hmm. I don't think the there's a transformation. Scenes. I think that's just how they are. Yes, you see, that was the other thing I was thinking about, which is the fact that they just look like that. Like there's some. That was always my thought, but I don't know enough about. I mean, they don't really go into any details. I just assume that that's that's just what they always looked at. Like the Steel uh, Samurai doesn't transform. It's always just there. He is the Steel Samurai. Exactly. That that's. So I'm I'm going off of my knowledge of like the two series that does have like a lot of transformations, which is Sentai it's making yeah. This is definitely making me think back to the way I ha- I was thinking when I first saw this stuff because I didn't watch like Power Rangers or stuff like that and I didn't know anything about Kamen Rider or anything like that when I played through this the first time. Oh, so I... like that stuff didn't even occur to me like transformation scenes or changing suit scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, because that's like the most iconic part of Tokusatsu that like we have transformation stuff like that. The reason I bring this up is because I just like to think that the female actress who gets to play the role is Penny Nichols and then after <laughs> and then when then when she transforms, they cu- they say cut, she runs off the stage and they say action and Will Powers is there in the suit. Right. I'd love that for <laughs> that. That'd be fun. Yeah. I want I want Penny Nichols. I assume we're never gonna be able to watch the Pink Princess. That's not- Oh, you know what? You're right. Will Powers could be accused of murder once again. Lots of characters get accused of murder multiple times. <laughs> he's ben, I have, ben, I have to do a full confession here. You've retweeted a piece of art recently that had Miles Edgeworth as the main focus. But in the back, I saw fucking Wendy Oldbag. I saw her. Mm-hmm. She Lots comes- of characters come back. Wendy Oldback comes back? I, I Lots of characters come want back. her back. God, God, I miss her. I, she <laughs> made me laugh. She made me laugh. I want her back. And I know she's going to be back because Lots I've of seen characters her come before. Back. Many characters get accused of murder times in games. There is one game where one character gets, into, gets involved in a murder two times in the same game. <laughs> They call me. They call me the two-time accused. Literally two cases, back to back. That's in, unfortunate. In, in the him. timeline, <laughs> it's very funny. So I uh, think that uh, I think what I wanted to say is simply just like I poor fucking Edgeworth has to deal with Wendy Oldbag once again. <laughs> His true nemesis, not not Phoenix Wright. It's right. what he fucking... deserved. That's true. That's straight up correct. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Speaking up. of what he deserves, uh, Edgeworth, uh, the next, the next, the next case is going to be very Edgeworth focused. <gasps> I'm so um, excited. 
and in the very final scene of this case here, uh, you know, Edgeworth walks right up to Phoenix after court and uh, looks at him and says, uh, in, we have, we, uh, it would have been better if we had never met. You, you make thanks me have to you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to you. I am saddled with unnecessary dot, dot, dot feelings, <laughs> which I've got to say is not a thing. That's not very straight. It's, it's not a very not. straight thing to say. <laughs> um, also, I, him being like, I don't know how to make small talk. You do it. was yeah. very funny. <laughs> I was like, come on, buddy. Miles Edgeworth, once again, showing the true faults of what it's like to be an introvert. I like him. <laughs> yeah, I, like I think uh, if you yeah, if you like Edgeworth uh, stuff, if, you, if you're anticipating and interested in Edgeworth content, oh boy, do I have a case for you. Uh, And that is the next case. I'm so excited. I knew that I would love him. And so, like, (laughs) I I know that some of it is probably just, like, the pussy fact where everyone's like, you're going to love this character. So I do. (laughs) But also, I do love him. My feelings Uh... are real. You can't just have your friends build a character up for you because they love you so much they want to know about this character and then let them down. My my taste <laughs> is predictable. And that's not a bad thing, I think. Uh, I saw the preview image and I saw that fucking parrot. I can't wait for him. Oh, oh the parrot? I've seen the parrot. <laughs> I, I saw the preview image for the next case and my eyes... Like, I saw Miles Edgeworth and I was like, oh, it's going to be his case. And then I saw fucking the thing to the left of his head, and it was that fucking bird, and I was like, I understand now. I, I've seen a My scene, third eye is open. I've seen a scene from the movie, and I think the parrot tells us if it's Christmas or not. I don't know. I, <laughs> the parrot... I love, I love this. This I is am, great. I hope this that, is good. I hope that everyone gets a kick out of how little I know, because oh the, parrot boy, the parrot's is... gonna tell me Merry Christmas. The parrot is Santa Claus. He does have the spirit. I mean, honestly, that's not a fucking outside possibility. Santa Claus might be fucking real because there's goddamn spirit mediums. That's true. I hope that we get to defend Santa Claus. Here's something I can tell you all. You will see Santa Claus. Yes. Next case. Understandable. My arms are reaching up to the sky. I'm so (laughs) excited. To give Santa my energy (laughs) for Christmas. And when you meet Santa Claus, you will be very excited to see him. <laughs> you, why are you saucing? Like I, I was trying not to, I was trying to decide how much I wanted to reveal, and I decided to opt on revealing less. Less is good. I, I don't want to know things, because the little I know, it, like, I can't connect anything together, so the less I know, the less dots I can connect, and the more surprised I'll be. No, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make a call shot right here now. Santa fucking did it. <laughs> Santa think, did it. He's the killer. I think that Edgeworth is Santa, and we're gonna have to defend him in court. Um, from I, case Edgeworth case is four is where Santa. When I played this game for the first time, like I I did like the game as I was playing through it. You know, I was like, oh okay, I get this. You know, it was uh one of the first types of games like this that I had played at that age and so but case four was where it really clicked and i went like as i wrapped up case four i was like fuck 
yes, this, I love this shit. And then the game's over normally, but then because it's the DS edition and they have added a case now, you get a whole nother case after this. Uh, and so, uh, and then I, I, I went on to be like, okay, I immediately have to go out and pick up game two <laughs> you know? yeah. and, and, and keep going. Um, and, uh, I, so I think it's, it's when where I a bought lot of the, things. When I bought the game, I bought one and two together. Smart. Because they were both out at the time. Smart. I, I, I think this is where, like, things really cohere a lot. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I've been, I'm really having a delightful time. I might, like, bitch and moan about being bad at reading comprehension, but I'm thoroughly no. enjoying myself. Um, yeah, like, it, th- again, these are older games. There's still some things that won't age well, but um, I think the the highs that they do hit uh, hit really well. Oh yeah, L- love a good core case. Um, I so will kill be... Salmonella on site. Oh yeah, be I prepared never... for three days again. Uh, here. All right, now this time I'm gonna be ready. I the holidays are a difficult time for me. Uh, I am the reason I know that Santa is real is because I'm actually an elf. Santa's workshop and so I'm very busy all the time and I also have a ginormous family which I'm not even seeing most of them this year for some some reason or other I don't know why uh, but it's still enough enough people that it it fucks my schedule all up well we're, we're taking a little bit of time off for the holidays here this episode will be airing uh to everybody on January 4th, I believe, if I have my dates correct. So uh, by the time uh, we're recording this before Christmas, uh, and we're going to be playing this case over uh, case four over Christmas, uh, so it will be literally perfect timing for us to be playing through case four. But um, unfortunately, uh, you will be hearing this after the fact in January. All right. So, uh, but we hope that, uh, hope that you all will understand because uh, I'm not, putting together a whole bunch of podcasts over the holidays is is all so but um yeah no i i hope your holidays go well rose as part of the extended uh contractor network for santa yeah <laughs> it's, a, I, it's a wild year uh, we'll get ready for a miracle in the court <laughs> <laughs> with the parrot the parrot will help us the parrot is krampus yes maybe Maybe. I love Krampus, the parrot. Cramp- I'm Krampus. getting a parrot and I'm naming it Krampus. That's actually parrot- amazing. I would lo- love to see a parrot named Krampus. Krampus the parrot is the murderer. Um, That's a pretty good name for a parrot, I'd yeah. say. Wait, okay, maybe Edgeworth is Santa and he gets murdered by Krampus the parrot. And then... uh, Mia- Maya channels him. Maya, <laughs> Maya gets framed again. Jeez, the speculations are powerful. She, it's uh, it's just Maya, but she's wearing a cravat instead. Yeah, and she's oh, yeah. also been framed for the crime. Yeah, her her cravat <laughs> gets bigger, and, and then... we have to prove that the parrot uh, did the murder. And it's it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, and the parrot will tell us which one it is. We, uh, That's my prediction. Tune in next time. <laughs> yeah, tune tune in next time to see if Rose and Tiago's predictions come true. How much they've hit uh, hit dead on the uh, head of the nail, or uh, how much uh, we're gonna be surprised by. Um, yeah. Well, I 
think that'll do it for this episode uh this uh this week folks uh you can follow the show on twitter at ace attorney pod and stay up to date on the latest episodes as well as streams and youtube uploads of desi and i playing through the game uh you can follow me on twitter at yotsaben uh desi where can people find you online at yes this is des on twitter all of and Tiago, where can people find you? They can find me at Tiago S. Dutra on Twitter. And how about Rose? Uh, you can find me at Traumart on Twitter. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your p- favorite podcast platform. Next episode, we'll be tackling 1-4 which is titled Turnabout Goodbyes, which, as we just talked about, is going to be Edgeworth-focused and Christmas-themed. So I think that'll be a real fun one if you're playing along. It's the perfect time to play. So uh, we will uh, hopefully see you all then. Until then, take care and donate to your local mutual aid fund. Yay! Yay! Yeah! Yeah! Donate!